tonight on the Midnight Train Podcast. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, chains rattling hinted that Krampus soon would be there. The children were horrified hiding in beds, while visions of the goat man trembled in their heads. With the sleigh full of screams, and demons aloof, and then, in a panic, I heard on the roof, the smashing and echo of each giant hoof. As I drew in my head, and was turning around, smashing the chimney Krampus came with a bound. He was dressed all in rags, with horns for a crown, and his clothes were bloodied from the children in town. He was dark and ghostly, a goat and a man, and I screamed when I saw him, peeking through my hand. A wink of his eye, and a twist of his head, soon gave me to know I was going to be dead. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and reached in his bag, then turned with a jerk. He sprang to my side, with his hoofs crashing down, and away went my life into a sack that was brown. But I heard him exclaim, as he took me out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good fright. All aboard. Passengers, happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me is my dude, my brother from another mother, Senor Jefe <laughs> Buchko. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, Carlos. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. What the hell? Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. Hans. Yes. Yes. It's good. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. And across from us is our station's resident nerd and the just most handsome, devilishly good-looking man next to his father, Riley Sayer. How are you? There you go. All right. I was waiting. I was like, am I supposed to just start talking or... I'm good. How are you? Why, why you should have just your, waved uh, your Landelier thing out. This? Yeah. He's I gaming. didn't leave it at home this time. I typically take the mic off and leave it on my desk at home. Okay. But uh, I forgot I this you really time. going to sing us a country song or something like Britney because you got like the head. So Riley's wearing a headset <laughs> and it's got <laughs> a microphone attached sticking out. You know, like Garth Brooks and Britney Spears. Yeah, they all okay. wear them headset. Yeah. The Garth Brooks uh, yeah. reference would have made more sense. So here's what I'm going to do so that doesn't bother anybody. I'll just, I'll just take it off for now. Thank you. <laughs> I just don't want to leave it here because then I can't talk to my friends on video games. Oh. Then I'll be lonely. Yes. Yes. So listen passengers first and foremost before we even get into this and like uh, you know we, we kind of like to jump into it uh, i want to say man we really do appreciate all the reviews we've been getting lately and it's um it's been great um thank you guys so much for doing that if you can jump on to um and you know itunes or apple a podcast or whatever the hell it's called and leave us a review or anywhere else if you can um i know a lot of the places you can't really do that so i uh, just want to say thank you guys man it really does make a difference so again thank you and uh so jeffrey today where is this big, beautiful bastard of a train taking us? Well, we gave some hints away in the intro there. But first, as usual, I have some things to go over. First of all, it's Christmas in what, a week? Uh, Two weeks? 12 week days? 10 week days? days 11 days? Yeah, a week and a half, yeah. Okay, so I got you guys something I want to give you to open on the show here. Oh, oh Jesus. Now, I know you guys didn't get me anything, <laughs> cheap bastards. It's still it's, 10 days, yeah, man. Yeah, it's not Christmas yet. So... It, it's literally packaged. Aww. Yeah, I wrapped it. Oh, it's, this so this is, is, it's nothing big, so don't expect like it's, a, it's okay. like a vacation to, to Hawaii or something. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Feels like now. Okay, we're literally opening up our our uh, presents from Jeff right now. I cannot wait to see what this is. I really hope this isn't like <laughs> a, a just a mail calendar. Of no, just I happened naked. to be shopping and I saw these. I'm like, oh, perfect. I had to do it. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records 2019 Gamers Edition. Nice. <laughs> so you got some work to do, Riley. 
I know you're good at Call of Duty, but I gotta break there's some either. serious nerds in check that book. Check this out. Grim Fairy Tales, Different Seasons, Volume 4. Oh, man, check that out, I know out, you dude. like comic books. Yeah, so dude. So it's a whole comic book on basically today's topic, which is... <gasps> Krampus. Krampus. So before we do this that. This is awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. that, man. Thank you very you much. You know what? Happy holidays, because I don't want to offend either right. of you. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, no, you're not going to offend me either way, but that's awesome. Thank uh, you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be on the lookout for like a like a Elon Musk hating book, maybe. Or like, <laughs> Give me like a punching doll. Yeah. Elon Musk punching doll. Put his face doll. on it. Yeah. There you yeah, go. There you go. I'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get you something real nice, <laughs> yeah, Give us some time now to kind of up our ante. Something real nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jeff. Who are we talking about again? We're talking about the one and only Krampus, Santa Claus's Joker, the Christmas Boogeyman, the evil side to the Christmas coin, horned, hoofed, and coming to steal your dingleberries. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Krampus. All right. So I really enjoyed this one because, you know, hey, Krampus has become pretty popular in today's society. I would yes. say, you know, like everyone's like, yeah, there's a bunch of movies and stuff, which we will talk about later in the episode. Um, so this motherfucker. With intimidating horns, dark hair, fangs, and a tongue long enough to lick his own taint, Krampus comes from a dark part of history, emerging from ancient pagan religious beliefs in Eastern Europe. According to National Geographic, his name comes from Krampen, the German word for claw. The claw. Do you want to Krampen? <laughs> Yar. Do you want to, you want to Krampen? There was a, what, liar, liar, the stepdad? Yeah, the claw. Hey, Gipper, you want the claw? <laughs> I could do the claw, too. It's the Krampen now. <laughs> He's like, no. No, only dad does that. <laughs> so weirdly, while he hails uh, from ancient Austria, his origin story is Norse. Uh, tradition says his mother is Hell, the goddess who rules the underworld and the dead. This is probably a great time for us to pop drinks, by the way. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Do we have? We should. Are you Are you guys ready? Oh, you yeah. Ready? Let's pop some voodoo. Let's do it. All right, do it. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa A little bit of voodoo. It's magically delicious. You better get in on this. Oh, yeah. All right, so hopefully all you guys out there cracked yours with us, and if you're drinking some maybe some cocoa that's spiked with a little bit of, you know, voodoo vodka, Ooh, I'm sure yeah. it would taste good in there. Oh, yeah. You know? So, Hell isn't really well-known in Norse mythology, but her father, Loki, is pretty damn popular. According to the Marvel movies, Hell and Loki are Thor's brother and sister, and Loki, either through the movies or in the mythology, is a mischievous and shape-shifting crazy son of a bitch. You know, we've seen, you know, all the Thor movies and Avengers and all that. Um, his brood of monster children, including Finrer the Wolf and Jormungard, I'm going to hope I made that right, is uh, <laughs> the world serpent were Krampus's family. So, yep, Loki is Krampus's grandfather. Wow. Yeah. In Go Norse mythology. That. In Norse mythology, yeah. Yeah, Loki has a thing for, like, bestiality in Norse mythology. I think he banged, like, a half-horse, half, like, sea serpent thing. And poof. There's Krampus. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Krampus isn't the only one of these demons. In fact, Atlas Obscura says there's actually an entire race of them. They're called Perchton. Or Perchton. Perchton? Whatever. And they developed out of the alpine pagan folklore that said the long, cold, shitty winter months needed to be scared the fuck off. So, men dressed in animal masks would wander the villages to do just that, and over time, those super scary creatures turned into the furry, horn beasts we know and love today as Krampus. Very nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the practice is so ancient that the Perchton are centuries older than the jolly fat man himself. They almost wiped out, um, they were almost wiped out completely during the Dark Ages when they were targeted alongside witches to be completely snuffed out. I mean, people were such assholes back then. It's like, they let's get rid of witches and <laughs> Any, the Anything Perchton. different. Yeah, and the Perchton. Yeah. Uh, so one single Perchton stood out from the rest and was adopted into Christian traditions. Fucking Krampus. As early as the 1600s, he was uh, appearing alongside the very Christian St. Nicholas as his polar opposite. He whooped kids' asses while St. Nicholas rewarded and became an evil, horrific reminder of what could happen when all people, not just children, were naughty little buggers. Uh, That was an idea that the church could let slide because, you know, what better way to make people behave better than an evil horned monster that would come and beat your ass, you know? So Krampus survived while the other Perchton were told to go fuck themselves. 
Nice. So yeah, you know, that's how the church does it. Well, I'm going to be honest. If I had the choice of either being rewarded by a fat man with a beard for a present or being punished by a horned demon, the horned demon's going to make me act a little better than the fat guy is. Right. I'm going to behave myself because of the horned demon. Because think about that. Like growing up, I didn't know anything about, you know, the evil freaking uh, Krampus or whatever. But, you know, if you were naughty, you didn't didn't get presents or you got coal. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that made me go, Let's see, it's December 1st. How fucked up was I this year? Yeah. You know? <laughs> we have time. Yeah. I wonder if I could fix it. Hey, mom, I'm going to rub your feet, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I may have done that. It's very possible. Um, before we go any further, let's do a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka. 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar, and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth, and Voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. That's V-O-U-D-O-U-X.com. Voodoo Vodka. It's magically delicious. You know, speaking speaking of Voodoo Vodka and Ken, Mm -hmm. you know why he couldn't make it today, right? Why? Because he is currently in a lawsuit. He is? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's claiming that he wrote a Taylor Swift song called Shake It Off. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. You know the song. We covered it in the cover band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's stating that he wrote that song. He's trying to get his dues paid. Really? Well, they're fighting it and fighting it. And he actually talked to a good buddy of mine. Uh, you may know him as Dr. Phil. I've known Taylor for a number of years, known her mom for a number of years. Is there any reason that she would tell me that she's never met you, heard of you, or worked with you on a song? Yeah. Obviously, my partner, but we got to like learn what the fuck we're talking about. Is there any reason that she would tell me that she, that you didn't write that song or that actually happened? I'm not. That's not a joke. We did all the paperwork. But um, is there any reason that you wouldn't be listed on the song as a writer, either under your ghostwriting name of Sixth Man or under your name? They just look kind of hillbilly. By the way, our Facebook page is probably like the hub. Well, we own both. Yeah, that was definitely ours. Yeah, because I, I have Shake It Off here, the publishing, and it says Words and Music by Taylor Swift, Max Martin, and Shellback. You do full shots at a, like, the, and you keep going. You're shit fake. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And you're not Max Martin. You're not Shellback. Specifically, like, no. Why, why does that happen? Like, I know you're not Taylor Swift. I'll bet you your house. Isn't there Witch Doctor Lure? Um... So you're not listed here. That 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 compliment means a lot because that was literally the goal. So if if you've written this song and you said you wrote it and you wrote it from her point of view. It's not like literally. Like, why does it suck? You acknowledge the possibility that you didn't write this song. Almost like begging for it. You acknowledge the possibility that you don't know Taylor Swift. I think. And how would you explain thinking, feeling, and telling people that you do? I forgot how much of a fucking... It just... You know, but you said you wrote the song. Well, do you believe you wrote the song? All of them. You wrote Kryptonite for as long as I've known. This was written by Matt Roberts, Brad Arnold, and Todd Harold. They don't feel like you wrote it. <laughs> they feel like they wrote it, and they feel that when they cash the checks for writing it, and you don't get any checks for it, right? All of them. And that's what I'm saying. That you're cheating yourself if you waste your time and energy on things that that you didn't do instead of focusing on things you could actually do. This one tasted like paint thinner. We gotta like learn what the fuck we're talking about. All of them. Wow. So there you have it. I mean, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I know, I know he was always writing music in the yeah, background as like yeah, a hobby. Yeah. I didn't know he wrote he, Shake It Off. I mean, that's that's going to be a tough court battle. Pretty, yeah. We're going to talk about that with yeah, when he comes in. When he comes in, because I think we're actually going to have him in for our New Year's special. So that way they can, him and Brad, I, I, I'm hoping that they're going to be, you know, knock on wood, they're going to be in here yeah. with us. But uh, yeah, we, we'll have to ask him about the whole. Yeah. Shake it off and Taylor Swift debacle. Well, good luck to our buddy Ken. We hope uh, yeah. you get your copyrights and get, get your, your checks paid. Because that's that's Taylor Swift, Luke. Yeah, and she ain't Poe. Yeah, I just find it funny that he wrote a song like "Shake It Off," right? I mean, not really. We both no, know Ken. That's true. He probably 
wrote it in the bathroom mirror, like while dancing. I <laughs> with, his, with his shirt off and yeah. his, like Buffalo Bill, his sweater vest still hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I'd fuck me, shake it off." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to Krampus. So supposedly, Krampus isn't even a Christmas demon in ancient folklore and our friends over at national geographic say he walked the land on the night of december 5th which was called krampusnacht is that right riley did i say that right yeah he actually had his own night yeah it's that's krampus night in the woods of the germans and a big hello to our uh, german listeners out there uh the date wasn't random it's the night before nicholas tag nicholas tag is that right yeah i keep looking around like riley i actually took german so every time I, uh, I I try to pronounce it, I just look at him with see what kind of like disdain he has <laughs> yeah. in his face, like was, like a dog waiting good. for its treat. Like, am yeah. I good? Am I good? <laughs> am I good? Can I have it? Can I have it? Is it okay? Is Daddy okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Saint Nicholas Day. Uh, December sixth was traditionally the morning all boys and girls, good and bad, would check to see if they'd received a present from jolly old Saint Nicholas or a switch. From Krampus. Oh, switch. Yeah. Oh, it's like Joe Jackson beating Tito and Michael. <laughs> Go get a switch, Tito. Tito, give me the tissue. That's that's some old school, like 60s, 50s kind of punishment there. Well, well this gets <laughs> this gets fun. Uh journalist Holly Mueller looked at some traditional um Austrian tales told by her family members over the years. Uh, this is from the Independent. And she says that Krampus used to scare the shit out of children. Her family told her stories of waiting in the darkness, terrified, hearing the clamor of strange voices coming from outside the window. That night, they were forced to reconsider all of their life choices <laughs> from the preceding year. Uh, kind of tough being a kid back then. Even if you been good, there was a very real chance Krampus would burst through your door, grab you, and carry you out into the night. Like, this is a legit thing that they were afraid of. You know what I mean? It's amazing. So Krampus... It, it, so, anyway... That Krampus was, of course, um, was some kid-hating asshole wearing a costume. Um, Mueller's father told her that, that it, you know, it didn't matter even if you knew that. It was always the waiting, quote, sorry, that it was always the waiting that was the worst. The silence before the onslaught, unquote. Um, it didn't matter that those people in costume were your neighbors or that they were perfectly normal people every other night of the year. On that night, Krampus was totally real. What the fuck? Can you imagine? You're a little kid. Yeah. You're hanging out. It's the night before Nicholas Fogg. <laughs> and it's Krampusnachsen or whatever. This isn't like the Peanuts Christmas no, Carol. You know, you're they're literally not... <laughs> hiding someplace because you're afraid that, especially if you were bad. Think about that. Like, if you're good and you're like, eh, I might be all right, but you're still scared. Yeah. But if you were bad, someone's going to come in dressed like a motherfucking demon and yank your ass out of your house. And you're a kid. And yeah. your parents were okay with it. Yeah. Dude. I'd be like, he's upstairs. Get the little asshole. <laughs> Remember when you called me a dick? <laughs> yeah. yeah, guess what? They're here now. <laughs> Who's the dick? Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you do some digging into old Krampus folklore, you'll find that Krampus really wasn't that horrible dude he's made out to be. He's usually carrying change, but not chains, not change. Change. He's got like a quarter. Yeah, a he's, he's, he's got to take the, uh, he's got to take the, uh, the, the, the bus, the, the bus or transit or something like that. Yeah. Um, chains. Two chains. Two chains. He's usually carrying chains, but not to scare the piss out of children. He's carrying them because he's a slave, and St. Nicholas is his master. Ah. Yeah. I was wondering. That's what it is. Okay. So he's basically, you know, he's fucking Santa Claus's bitch. You know what I mean? So I'd be kind of pissed off, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Poor guy. According to Al Ridenour, author of the book The Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas, Roots and Rebirth, <laughs> Rebirth of the Folkloric Devil, uh, this is um, from Vice. He says the popular belief about Krampus, that he's just going around traumatizing and punishing kids because he's just some hairy, sadistic shithead, is mostly incorrect. He's only doing what he does because St. Nicholas is a bitch and can't be bothered to get his white gloved hands dirty. And Krampus's chains are a reminder that he's completely submissive to the will of the more Christian St. Nick. Here's a reminder that you can't have good without evil, and maybe it's not his fault that he actually enjoys his job. So it's like Jabba the Hutt, Princess Leia, chained up. Yeah, I think it's more, I think it, especially when it comes to terms of like the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the power of good over evil. You know what I mean? And he's chained up and he's, like you said, he's being completely submissive to the will, the will of the more Christian Saint Nick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's where I think that's kind of uh, stemmed from. Um, today... 
the most these pampered little shits need to worry about is not getting everything on their Christmas list, like fuck your iPads, you little shits. Um, but Krampus had other ideas about how to punish bad behavior. Krampus brought a whole lot of pain, and uh, io9, which is a website, says his favorite way to deal with the rotten kids was to pick up the naughty with his tongue, stuff them in his sack, and carry them home. There, <laughs> they would be... <laughs> There would be a beautiful bounty of cakes, pies, meats, and more. And then Krampus would eat the kid. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So, again, when we were talking about the switches and stuff earlier, it, it gets pretty damn dark with this, what Krampus supposedly did. Yeah. Riley, can you imagine being a little kid? Like, I used to mess with you guys when you were little. But couldn't you imagine if, like, there was a legit possibility that some demon's going to come in your room if you're not good? I was always good, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, you were a pretty good kid, except when you broke the bed. <clears throat> I'll never forgive my sister for mm -hmm. ratting me out on that one. I would have got away with it. I would have been home and hosed if she didn't say anything. How did you break the bed? I was jumping on it. With her. <laughs> yeah, well, the funny part about it is is that she dimed him out, and it was like the, one of the only times ever that I whooped his ass. Listen, so... Because he lied to me about no, it. hold up, though. It wasn't like she just said, like, Dad, Riley broke the bed. No, no, no. She's crafty. She... I broke the bed. <laughs> Okay. And yeah. She goes and gets him. Okay. And says, Hey dad, why don't you come lay down on the bed, you know, and like and, and snuggle with us, you know? Oh, come lay down on the bed. See? So I'm like like biting my nails, like, yeah, yeah, come on, like super nervous. And so we all laying on the bed or whatever. And this is tiny little twin bed. And uh she goes, Hey dad, doesn't the uh, doesn't the bed feel kind of weird? Like he didn't notice at all. He was laying on the bed <laughs> and it was just the, the top corner of it was slightly like inward because then you guys try to like fix it somehow like yes. put something underneath yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah and it was slightly inward because what happened is one of the, the the support boards that go across the bed snapped in half just snapped on the edge so it kind of like dangling yeah. so the bed didn't have support by the head of the bed and he goes yeah it does feel kind of weird and then one thing led to another and i was dimed out even though she was on it with me when it broke like we were both jumping how old it. were you i was probably seven she was probably five you couldn't take him at seven What's wrong with you? I wasn't nah, eight, eight maybe, but seven now. Nah. He's he's non-confrontational. Very. Oh. Yeah, when he became eight though, that's when I got scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I ain't fucking with this little kid anymore. <laughs> Don't go get a switch. <laughs> <laughs> so I come back, we want to beat him with it. Right. Yeah. So author Al Ridenour again says that being eaten wasn't the only thing the bad children had to fear. If you was full from scarfing down some fat little snot monster, you might just meet the business end of Krampus's switch. If he was feeling particularly festive, he might just heave you into a frozen lake or drag you down into the depths of hell. Yeah. Wow, those are bad odds. Yeah. Like, it's so... I just, <laughs> so you get a switch, a frozen lake, or hell. Right. Or or eaten. Or eaten. Right. Yeah. I'm choosing eaten at yeah. that point. So, a lot of bad options So I'm going there. through, because yeah. again, you know, watching the movies and stuff like that, Krampus is just a weird, you know, crazy thing. And I haven't really seen any of the Krampus movies. So, I watched it last night. It was so all awesome. I knew is like just kind of like bits of lore from here and there. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's basically just the bad version of of Santa Claus. Basically. Well, <laughs> oh, he's a really bad version <laughs> yeah. of Santa Claus. He's a little sadistic. Yeah, huh? I had no idea. So keep in mind, this was all considered to be for the greater good. Basically, the kids fucking deserved whatever Krampus dished out. He was the enforcer. He was the Austrian Dark Age version of the Boondock Saints. Nice. So if you were a fucking little shit. Parents are like, Krampus is coming, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to show him the way. Yeah. Um, can you do me a favor? This is way back in the day. You know, can you do me a favor and help me out in the yard? Like maybe milk the cows? Man, I don't. Uh, Krampus. K Krampus. Do, do, you, do you want Krampus? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problem. I got you, Dad. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Krampus isn't just for Christmas uh, nightmares. And he's not just for Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. Damn it. Uh, journalist Holly Mueller wrote in The Independent that Krampus was a year-round presence, and Austrian kids who even considered being a little shit were reminded what waited for them if Krampus heard of what they were doing or even planning. If a warning didn't work, there was also <laughs> there was always a friend or neighbor who was more than willing to wear the costume and scare the literal fuckery out of the menacing little bastards. So the people are in on it. The, oh, yeah. the parents are loving this shit. This is like a community thing where they're like, we're we going to... It's... <sighs> Uh, religious people out there and I do apologize but this is basically God yeah you know what I mean it's God you gotta fear God yeah. fear God this be good or you're gonna go to hell so he's Satan he's not God he's he's Satan right yeah like, if you're not good 
you're going to go to hell. It was fun watching you tiptoe around that. Yeah, I was oh, trying. You know me and religion, You're dude. dancing. Yeah, it's really hard. I don't <laughs> like it. Dance for him. I don't like it. I don't like it. So anyway. you call up your neighbor. Your kid's being a shit, and you're like, hey, Bob. Yeah. You got to wear the Krampus costume tonight, see? Right. So, so, Come on over. So your your daughter. Yeah. She's being a little butthole. Yeah. Call me up. John, hey, do me a favor. Still got that costume? Yeah. Yeah, be there in 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Imagine nowadays that the kid would shoot Krampus. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, or throw a freaking, I don't know, a rock at a fucking yeah. head or, or something. Or call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to explain that to the police? <laughs> no, it was, it was, a, it, we, I swear to God, we, you know, we're friends, we're friends. Yeah, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's actually uh, child abuse, and uh, now you're going to prison. Yeah. You can't do that. And she'll end up on Dr. Phil, like right. the rest of our friends. <laughs> so according to traditions recorded in They Do What, a cultural encyclopedia of extraordinary and exotic customs from around the world, many homes had a constant reminder of Krampus's watchful eye. Parents would exchange bundles of birch sticks painted gold with one another and hang them up at home. The bundles, called rootin', were a reminder that he was watching and that eventually he would make them pay for whatever wrongdoings they were a part of. Kind of like Elf on the Shelf, but, you know, with ass beatings. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. The kid being the main course you know, at dinner or potentially having a one-way ticket to, you know, fire and brimstone eternity in hell. Yay! You know, we shall call him Krampus on a Lampus. What do we think? Like that one? No? That's nice. I've seen a lot of a lot of those going around though. What's that? Making fun of the elf on the shelf. Oh yeah, the memes. There's some good ones. Where it's like out there. Barbie on a Barbie. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I've seen that one. Yeah. Or we can call them Krampus on your asses. What do you think? There you go. That one's better. I like that one. Yeah. There's also a female version of Krampus, and she, yeah, she has a few names like Frau Perchta. Frau. <laughs> <laughs> that means lady, right? Or it means Mrs. Mrs. Okay. Uh, Berta, Berta, and even Hulda. You got to get all that phlegm in there when you do that. I've realized that. What does Fraulein mean? Little girl. So there's Frau is Mrs. and then Fraulein is little girl. Well, so Frau is Mrs. and Fraulein is like Miss. Okay. So. You guys ever seen young, uh, young Frankenstein? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frau Blucke. <laughs> the horses freak out. Yeah. And so the little Igor guy's going, Blucke. <laughs> and they're, <laughs> Sorry, I love that. That's movie. a great So movie. yeah, my German teacher was Frau. Did you have to call her that? Yeah. You, you say Frau Ganser. What if say, you didn't say it? Did she make you get a switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you everybody. want the Krampus? Yeah. Um, so depending on the region is what she was called different names. She never entirely made the leap into Christianity like Krampus. And that's probably because she's both sides of the coin of good and evil. Author Al Ridenour again writes that she, quote, was both a monster and a goddess figure, both hideous and beautiful, both Krampus and St. Nicholas, unquote. Confused yet? Because I kind of am. Yeah, so yeah. she's like a hybrid between the two? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't... I, I, pfft, anyway. Um, even though she isn't a popular as popular as Krampus, her terrifying traditional appearances during the 12 days of Christmas were recorded by folklorist. Hey, remember that job everyone wants to have, a folklorist? Yeah. Uh, Jacob Grimm. Uh, he says she was known for, quote, giving silver coins to good boys and girls, while the bad ones would be sliced open, disemboweled, and restuffed with straw and rocks. That seems like a little jump. <laughs> you know, like, here's a coin. You were good this year, and now you were bad, so I'm going to take out your guts for mine. Ah, damn! Can you imagine it? <laughs> Here you go, little Riley. Here's a nickel. Here you go, little Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this 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 chick's creepy. Look at this. this yeah, is what she that's, looks that's like. Her. I want to see a movie about that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because apparently that's no. Okay, Frau. so so would you be more worried about Frau Perchta or Krampus? Well, here's the thing. I think you have better odds. I'm a gambling man, right? And if I would put my Vegas wages on it, you have better odds with Frau because you have the chance of getting a coin or getting just completely fucked up, right? With Krampus. Your options are, what was it, Frozen Lake, Eaton, Hell. Hell. But that was only if you were bad, though. No, but you could still be pulled away if, if you were good. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. God, man. I, mean, I don't want to, <laughs> you know. What the fuck? Yeah, like, that one's a creepy-ass drawing. Yeah, she's pretty crazy. Like she oh, looks, look, Mother Krampus, is that who that's supposed to be? Yeah. Oh. She looks there like. There is a movie about it. The Wicked Witch of, like, the West. Every like, nightmare I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. Uh, she makes the occasional appearance at Krampusnacht festi festivities even today, and she's just a, a as creepy of a bitch now as she was way back then. Yeah. So maybe we need more Krampus in our lives today. This is my that could fix the world. Yeah. This is my uh, my my words of wisdom here. I mean, uh, you know, some of these kids deserve an ass whooping now. Let's be honest. All right. Now, I'm not condoning any sort of child abuse, so don't start writing those emails quite yet. 
Um, but just as they used to hang those golden bundles of sticks in their houses, my house, we had the Board of Education. Uh, that hung by the front door. It was, as the name suggests, a board cut down to have a handle so the other part was wider with holes cut in it for airflow. It was called the Board of Education. That's pretty awesome. I love the pun. That's That's pretty awesome. It was literally, it even said on it, Board of Education. (laughs) And it hung right by the front door, okay? And and we knew that we didn't want that thing coming off the wall. And when it did, we knew we'd fucked up, okay? And guess what? I don't remember a ton of school shootings and snot-nosed, self-righteous little twats demanding shit they didn't work for like I see today. But that's just my opinion. And Krampus wasn't the only one serving up ass-beating justice back then either. True that. Just saying. Iceland, their children could be visited by the Yule Cat, says the Smithsonian. He might not sound too threatening. Yule Cat doesn't sound bad. Cutie kitty. You know, little kitty. Okay, you might not sound too threatening, but if you didn't receive new clothes for Christmas, this was this was the old cat's thing. If you did not receive new clothes for Christmas, he will eat you. Period. We'll get him. That's (laughs) that's the old cat. He just looks pissed off. Look at the second image where he's just a giant cat laying down. (laughs) What the fuck? He's got a candle on his head. Do you see that? Yeah. You guys listening need to Google Yule Cat. Yule yeah. Cat you got to look at that because he does not look threatening at all. But obviously he'll eat you. And that's seriously his only criteria for his Christmas shenanigans. And uh, that will make, definitely make Billy and Sally appreciate those new underoos. You know what I'm saying? And I feel bad for the parents that can't afford it, though. Yikes. Think about that. You know, like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, honey. We can't get you new clothes this year. The Yule Cat's coming and gonna fuck you up. That's okay, Susan. <laughs> Rewrap my underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just make sure the brown's in the front this time. Yeah. Bell Snickle was brought to the U.S. by the settlers, and he's supposedly the grouchy cousin of Santa, who is now part of the Pennsylvania Dutch folklore. He's a fur-clad, tattered-looking man who both gives out gifts and beatings with his whip, according to the morning call. It's, like so, it's all 50-50. All, it's all 50-50. I think it's fantastic, though. I really do. I think it's just hilarious. Um, it is. And let us not forget about the huge, the, the Zwarte Piat. I don't know if I even did that right. Hey, I don't know what, I don't know. It's, I don't know what language that is. It's not German, so. It's, it's, I don't know, whatever. Uh, um, Black Pete. We'll just call him that, Okay. Today, the fucked up thing about Zwarte Pete, a.k.a. Black Pete, is that he is a pretty racist excuse to get all covered in blackface, but his origin story is pretty fucked up as well. National Geographic says, quote, he was likely inspired by pre-19th century slavery, and as late as the 20th century, he traveled with Sinterklaas, kidnapped the naughty kids, and spirited them off to Spain of all places. So... Yeah, at least uh, Krampus wasn't a fucking racist. I just saying. <laughs> I want to go to Spain. That'd be nice. Is that Zwarte Pete? No, that's Belsnickel. Oh, that's Belsnickel. Yeah, look at him. He just looks like a homeless dude with a whip. He looks like a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look up uh, uh, Zwarte. He's a poor man, Zwarte Indiana Piet. Jones. Zwarte Piat. <laughs> Zwarte Piat. <laughs> oh, they're they're they're. Oh, we're looking up Zwarte Piat. Zwarte Piat. Uh. Yeah, look, blackface. They literally paint themselves as as in blackface he's the companion of saint nicholas right the folklore <laughs> of the low country so he comes from the netherlands the netherlands the netherlands Belgium. yeah luxembourg benelux that area yeah which is why because schwartz in german is black and that's like the dutch version of black i guess Zwarte. Oh. okay look at that nerd nerd alert nerd alert all right so there you have it passengers krampus Totally screwed up mythology, but a pretty valuable lesson to be learned. Don't be a dick or Krampus will beat you, eat you, or drag you to fucking hell. What a fucked up time to be a little kid back then, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Not Jeez. only do you have to worry about war and disease and poverty, but you got to worry about a demon with horns coming to take you away. Yeah. yeah. Or a cat that's going to eat you if you don't get socks. Or a woman in blackface. <laughs> yeah, that could give it's you a racist. coin or just rip your guts out. But when the woman, when the woman comes in... In blackface, like, are you offended <laughs> or are you scared? Yeah, like, look at this. Look, look. Like, look, she walks in. This and picture like, should not be allowed. Look at, yeah, what, look at what this. the fuck? Look at the group of them. <laughs> like that. That should not. They look like munchkins. That should not be a thing. That should not. And, and do they? They obviously still have it though, because those look well, like pretty these modern are, pictures. These are actual black people who are protesting, not for it. Yeah, they're well, I would assume it. not. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's like, that's oh Krampus, my God. dude. That look at that. That is horrible. If you guys really want to just like 
see something fucking stupid. Yeah, Dutch and Belgian. Okay. Yeah, go look up Zwarte Piet. That's uh, Z-W-A-R-T-E uh, P-I-E-T. And yeah, you'll see why I don't get it anyway. <laughs> Europe's so, weird. Europe is weird. We love Europe though. So all of you Europeans that are over there and you're listening to our show right now, thank you for listening. Yeah, send us some stories of like some weird family traditions and, and folklore tales that you I guys have I would love to hear down. if anybody's families have ever had to deal with any of these in any other regions of the world. Like, mm-hmm. or, or yeah, like what their local thing would be for this time of year. Like, yeah. did you guys have someone named, you know, Dutch Pete <laughs> that, you know, came in and just sucker punched your mom if you didn't eat your potatoes or something you know what i mean let us know know. if you had the monkey in the trench coat with the whip because that one seemed pretty scary (laughs) all right so movies of course we always talk about the movies because we love movies movies the movies and this is according to imdb this is the top 10 movies about krampus number 10 number 10 a visit from krampus from 2015 uh, it says, uh, what do magic mushrooms, Arctic shamans, and the pagan god Odin have to do with Santa Claus? A scary bedtime story on Christmas Eve leads to the worst night ever. Sounds <laughs> like uh, a 96%. Ooh, Riley, what are you thinking? I, I could pull it up here. Eh, Riley does that. I'm pulling it up right now. Just don't pull it out. <laughs> Giggity you. <laughs> I never pull out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I joke. I keep. Oh, God! No! God, please, no! 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 That's literally me. It's seven minutes long. The movie. Oh, it is seven minutes long. The movie is? Yeah. Yeah, That's not really a movie, then, is it? It's a short. It's still a movie. I thought a movie had to be like a certain length. Well, really? That's that's what she said. (laughs) Seven minutes. Seven minutes. What's the. uh... I can't find it. It's only seven minutes. Hold on. I got it right here. Hold on. Let's see what this one is. It says it has a rating of. No ratings. Well, there you go. Because <laughs> it's seven minutes long. Because it's seven minutes long. What Aww. a crock of shit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Don't, listeners, don't go watch that movie. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta protest it. Well, this one's even better. It's called, uh, from 1965, uh, Krampus und Angelica. Oh. And it literally says und, U-N-D, und, Angelica. And it's, uh, doesn't have a plot or a rating. <laughs> because it's a... TV movie from 1965. It doesn't tell a plot or anything in there? No. Oh, that's so What kind of shabby, thrown together list is this? <laughs> hey, this is IMDb, buddy. If you're in the movie making business, the Krampus scene is wide open. Yeah, folks. yeah, a good one. Well, if it wide makes it open. any better, this next movie is from 2016 and it's still not rated. So, I don't know how that works. Um, it, Yeah, it is. It's got a 1.6. No, this is not rated right above that. Oh, maybe it's no. I that. think they're saying like not rated as in like. No, I know what they're saying. Not rated as in like there hasn't been a rating given to it by the whatever motion picture. The motion picture the association of America. Yeah. This film has not been rated. But it's so, been out for three years. Right. This one's uh, from 2016. Krampus: The Devil Returns by Rob Zombie. <laughs> it has a uh, 1.6 rating on it and uh it says five years after the murder of his wife and disappearance of his daughter former police officer jeremy duffin is brought back to help in the hunt for a yuletide monster that punishes children that have been naughty as the monster becomes more erratic and unpredictable jeremy learns the truth about the disappearance of his daughter and the fate that has been bestowed upon him by an unlikely source. Can Jeremy finally end the nightmare Christmas monster that has terrorized this town for years? <laughs> I'm just kind of... I'm kind of... Why, why Duffin? What the hell kind of last name is that? Yeah. I mean, you could pick anything in the world. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's kind of a dumb the Creativity name. is like at an all-time low. Oh, here's an awesome one. Um, this one doesn't have a date or anything next to it. It's just called Krampus. Beware the Krampus. It just says announced next to it. Literally announced. <laughs> and it's the number seventh movie on here. So obviously <laughs> the other one sucked ass. <laughs> it's, it's so... <laughs> hey, you know that movie? It's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing good about it. It's out. It's Go just watch out. It. Hey, how was it? It's, it's not out. even out. It's just announced. Yeah. They oh, just so maybe, talked about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six is Der Krampus. A 1969 TV movie. Uh oh, this one stars Hans Holt, Bruno Hübner, Hugo Lindinger, and Vilma Dickischer. Dick- All Dickischer. top grade actors. Yeah, huge German actors. Top 
Gun actors. That's, maybe they're the top actors in Germany in, in 1965. I would hope so. 69. Could have been. All right, number five. What's well, a comedy? So. Oh yeah, Der Krampus. What does Der mean? The. It's just the, ma- it's the, it's the, yeah, it's the masculine version of the word. So in German, so in English, we have the for everything. We just say the, 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 the. For them, they have every one of their words is assigned a gender. So there's male, female, or neuter, which means like neutral. So their cars are neutral. The moon is masculine and the sun is feminine. And so they all have different versions of the word the. Where do you get the word derp from then? Like derp, derp. I don't know, Jeff. Does that mean like fep? Fep? Yeah. Yeah? How do you because say... Because is the, so. How do you say I love vodka in German? Ich liebe vodka. Derp, derp. Ich liebe vodka. Yeah. Vodka. There you go. Number five is Night of the Krampus from 2013. It's uh, 30 minutes long. <laughs> That's about a girl getting her period. <laughs> Night of the Krampus. No. Uh, anybody? Uh, anybody? Can I get uh, Can I get a little? Uh, all right, thank there you. There it is. There it is. Uh, it's got a 5.6 rating on it. And uh, this one says, um, according to legend, on Christmas Eve, Santa Claus travels with a creature known as Krampus. While Santa rewards the good children, Krampus punishes the naughty. But that's just a myth. Or is it? When the naughty kids of a suburb begin to vanish in the weeks leading to Christmas, all evidence points to the creature's existence. In this follow-up to the night shift, so it's a follow-up to something? It's up to the uh, supernatural investigators Rue Morgan, Claire Renfield, and skeletal sidekick Herbie West to solve the mystery, save the children, and face off against the deadly Krampus. What the fuck? I think I'd rather get really, really drunk and watch my own puke hit the toilet bowl. What Claire Renfield? Isn't that the girl from um, Resident Evil? Resident Evil. Yeah. It, it, wait. What? This is the night shift right here. It was a movie from 2014. It's a comedy, and it's a 7.4 out of 10. So it's a sequel to that movie, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Um. This one is from 2013. Wait, no, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's got one season, but 45 episodes. I don't know how that works. And that's the night shift. Yeah weird. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> this one, number four, is Krampus, the Christmas Devil. From 2013, it's an action horror thriller. It has, from 2013, it's got 1.6 stars. That's not bad. Yeah. At least it's, at least it's got a rating. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Okay, so this one says, Jeremy, a local police officer. Another Jeremy? Yeah. Leads a life of a confusing past, spending his current time searching for his kidnapper as a child. After other children begin begin missing jeremy pieces together the truth and realizes that his childhood kidnapper could be a creature of ancient yuletide lore krampus who is the brother of saint nick oh now he's the brother and punisher of children who perform acts of unspeakable evil without repercussion can jeremy kill krampus and prevent more missing children wait a minute this just sounds like the exact plot line to that other one (laughs) we were talking about is this a remake maybe or i'm so confused right now if you guys are just as confused as we are, grab your voodoo vodka and take a swig and then say, Ich liebe vodka! Why is there no movies about the monkey with the whip? What was he called? Some with the B. Devo. Riley? Bersnickel. Bersnickel. No, yeah, yeah. Bersnickel. He's a little monkey in a trench coat with the whip. Yeah. yeah. Bersnickel. Yeah. They I don't think he was a monkey. I think he was just a hobo. No, he was a monkey. Didn't you see it? Bersnickel? You're a monkey. I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> Next one, number three, Krampus the Reckoning. This one's got a 2.4. From 2015. Uh, it's 90 minutes long. Got a whole, uh, It's a 2.4 rating on it. And literally it says, Zoe, a strange child, has a not-so-imaginary friend, Krampus, who is the dark companion of St. Nicholas. So this one is like, it's her friend? Hmm. I feel like we, we need to have just a Krampus night where we just sit and watch all these Krampus movies. I think that'd be awesome. I watched that this next one. I watched it last night, and it was actually really good. So this one right here. So this one number two. No, 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 number one. I'm sorry. Okay, so number two is a Christmas horror story. Um, Let's say uh, 99 minutes, uh, fantasy horror mystery, 5.7 with a 49 meta score, which I have no idea what the hell that means. That's an amalgamation of all of the scores, and they just like of all the different reviewing websites and Metacritic just. Average this them all, and that's the Metacritic score. So and now you know it's like a fifty percent then. Yeah, like roughly 
one out of every two people like the movie. Okay. Interwoven stories that take place on Christmas Eve is told by one festive radio host. A family brings home more than a Christmas tree. A student documentary becomes a living nightmare. A Christmas spirit terrorizes and Santa slays evil. So it's like multiple little stories. Yeah, in a movie. it sounds like it. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of like uh, what was that uh, the 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 Halloween hood one in the hood? Tales from the hood. Tales from the hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and number one. We need a drum roll too. I know. Uh, number one from 2015. This one's simply called Krampus. Is Adam Scott? Yes. The guy from uh, Parks and Rec. Yes, and he's in it. It's awesome. The guy who talks about calzones. I think I've seen uh, this one so. to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's like the one who dates. He's the in Step Brothers. He's the brother. Yeah, Derek, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. And Champ Kind from Anchorman's in it too. Whammy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, oh, it's man. really good. Maybe I have seen this one. Um, so this one is Krampus from 2015. It's comedy drama fantasy, 98 minutes long, PG 13. It's got a 6.1 reading on it, uh, or rating with a. Hold on, everybody out there. I'm gonna sneeze. <gasps> oh God, yeah, praise that you. was a first for the podcast. Wow, all right. Yeah. Uh, it's got a 49 meta score. A boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. I think I've seen this, but you said you just watched this. Yeah. What were your thoughts? You know, I went into it thinking it's going to be Sharknado. Like, no high expectations. It's going to be, you know, a campy, whatever, funny movie. And there was actually a lot of really, really awesome scenes. Like, in the beginning of the intro of our show today, you heard, like, the, the bells and the chains. Well, that's from a scene from this movie where... This girl, she's going out to her boyfriend's house, and the whole town got froze over from the storm. And you see the silhouette of Krampus on the rooftop. It's, and he's like jumping from roof to roof, chasing her. It's, yeah, I want to really say cool. I've seen that. There's a lot of like campy, like slapsticky, like parts in it. But overall, I mean, it wasn't bad. I would watch it again. Put it that way. It hmm. wasn't. It wasn't like you know snakes on a plane. You see it once, you see, you're good. You know. <laughs> I'm tired of these goddamn snakes on <laughs> this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. Yeah. Um, I heard that wasn't there supposed to be like coming out with a new Krampus movie that was supposed to be like real fucked up. I heard they were. Uh, they made one in 2018 uh, called Krampus Origins, and it's got a 2000 or a 2.5 out of 197. Didn't even make the list. Yeah, it didn't even make the list. Top ten. Yeah, whatever. So we're not even gonna talk about. It. So that was your uh, top ten movies. Very about nice. Krampus and Jeff actually saw one <laughs> and if you guys have seen him out there let us know what you think of any of these movies out there because that'd be really cool to hear your thoughts on it and now what time is it Riley like 554 <laughs> you bastard it's time for the midnight news Hello, everyone. My name is Nicholas K. Rampus, and this is your Midnight News. Our first story tonight, hazardous material that cleared school bus turns out to be X body spray. All 30 students on the bus were accounted for and treated and released, according to a statement from the Parish Fire District. The odor turned out to be X body spray, which a student had apparently sprayed on the bus, said Division Chief Mike Williamson. When no one confessed to using the spray, Williamson personally interviewed every student to sniff out the culprit. But it wasn't difficult for Williams to nose out the guilty party. Quote, once I got down the line, I was able to determine it. He said, before I could even tell that I was looking for, I made a motion like I was spraying and he handed me an empty bottle of the Black Axe body spray. I could smell it all over him. Although the incident was ruled a prank, it is still under investigation. Footage from the bus's cameras will be reviewed and further interviews conducted. In a related story, every female on the Parish District bus is confirmed pregnant. The real prank is the next 18 years, says a local doctor. For our second story tonight, thousands of penis-like sea worms wash up on California Beach. A California beach is arousing attention for attracting thousands of phallic-looking sea worms to its shores. The fat innkeeper worm, commonly known as penis fish, was spotted covering Drake's Beach in Marin County on December 6th after a major storm, according to Bay Nature magazine. David Ford, who saw the hordes of them during a walk along the beach, admit he's never seen such a bizarre creature and so many to boot. I had no idea what they might be. It went on for two miles, Ford told my vice motherboard. I walked for another half hour and they were scattered everywhere. There were seagulls lined up the beach the whole way, having eaten so much they could barely stand. A quarter of them looked like they were still alive. The rest were dead. They had a dead sea creature smell. In a related story, Marin County drops to the most unwanted places to live in the U.S. just beating out Detroit. What is worse than crime rates and poverty? Beaches. Beaches full of dicks in the sand. For our third story tonight, a Kentucky police officer discovers 20 pounds of meth inside an air fryer. 
It may be the holiday season, but police in Kentucky confiscated an unusual gift being delivered to a Kentucky man's home, a package with about 20 pounds of meth that was shipped through the mail inside of an air fryer. Narcotics officers were able to intercept the parcel containing about $100,000 worth of drugs, Louisville Metro Police said on a Facebook post Saturday. The package was delivered to a suspect's home where officers obtained a search warrant to collect it. The suspect wasn't home at the time of seizure. Photos posted by the police department show at least seven packages of drugs were wrapped in a plastic container alongside the Hamilton Beach brand air fryer in the box it came in. Police say the investigation is still ongoing. And yet another related story, air fryers and Breaking Bad on Blu-ray are topping Amazon's top gift list. Get yours today. All right. Thank you, everybody. I've been Nicholas K. Rampus, and this was your Midnight News. All right. So, so, so wait a minute. So I, I saw this story and so what the hell is it again? It's just, it's just a bunch of dick the, they're, creatures. They're worms that look like penises. So I don't, I don't, I mean, wh- why, why did they just, and did we not know what these fucking things were? I don't know. I think it's the sign like the Armageddon, the apocalypse, you know, where it's what it's raining blood, raining frogs, raining frogs, raining dicks. Yeah. It's, it's just raining, raining, dicks. raining dicks on people's faces in it's California. It's raining dicks. They're like sitting on the Hallelujah. beach, like, ah, this hybrid wine is so tasteful and delightful. Ah, that was a dick <laughs> on my head. I have San so Francisco many... loves it though. Oh. oh, you can send all hate mail to Riley at the Midnight Train Podcast. Um, actually, I had a bunch of jokes like that that I was gonna do, yeah. but I just thought it was too easy. Yeah, Riley, you took the easy one. Well, I had to take something. All right, passengers, we hope you have enjoyed your ride with us on fucking Krampus. Don't forget to head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access our bonus, bonus, <laughs> bonus, bonus episodes, including but not limited to our drunken movie reviews, bonus rides, songs from Isaiah and the Midnight Riders, music from our band Sky Pilots, as well as other awesome tidbits you won't get anywhere else. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise, watch our YouTube summary videos, and hopefully we'll get that shit fixed soon. Yeah, we're hiring, by the way, and we don't pay (laughs) at all. (laughs) Uh, You can find all of our social media pages and check out the character profiles of the entire train crew. Also, sign up to our uh, for our Facebook page thing right it's just the, the group the group page yeah. yeah that's it it's awesome and then, uh, just a chance for us to talk to all of you guys outside of the podcast there will be a link in the description and if you're a call of duty modern warfare player which i have not been able to get on lately i've just been so busy yeah. renovating my house uh, get in on the fun with us you can find me uh from my username choo choo m that's m f r as in motherfucker correct I like how you did that. Muffin Farmer. Muffin Farmer. Yeah. Okay. Jeff's is Muffman Motorcycle. Today. <laughs> you should have put that on there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can use the clan tag TMNTP. That's the Midnight Train Podcast. We were going to give you Riley's, but he doesn't know it. Still don't Still. know it. Yeah. Also, you can find me on Twitter at choo-choo underscore MFers. That's M-F-E-R-S. And on Instagram at the Midnight Jonathan. And uh, do you want to give out any of you guys' uh, Instagram or anything like that? Um, God, I don't know what mine is. I'll have to f- figure it out for next Maybe. show. But Maybe. I do want to do something here real quick. Oh, God. Uh, So next episode is going to be kind of a special thing. Yes. Okay. And I want you guys to remember when it airs next week that it's going to be a little different. You're not going to hear the traditional intro and all the traditional things you're used to. So when it starts playing next week and you listen... Just keep it going. You are listening to the right podcast. And I'm going to give you a hint, okay? And this is a very, very subtle hint. You may get it. You may not. But this is all you get. Charity, mercy, kindness. That should have been my business. Don't wait. Get yourself involved. Now, it's too late for me, but it's not for you. You can be saved. And that's all you get. So hopefully you can, you Riddler Riddlers can figure it out. And uh, if not... Tune in next week because it's going to be an amazing, amazing show. Riddle me this, Batman. Hmm. I'm Batman. No, that was horrible. Ah, see? <laughs> the house is crooked because it's the 60s, see? Spider-Man. Anyway, and listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, the best thing you can do is like, subscribe, and please rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Um, I guess uh, iTunes is like the only one. Or not iTunes. iTunes. Apple. It's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really important to just share it and get it out there because we want as many people to have fun with us as possible. Although, if you do have a SoundCloud account, 
okay, like you're verified and you have an account, you could post on our SoundCloud page because people have done that. Yeah, you can comment so on there. So you could review yeah. on there that way if that's the route you go. Yeah, or if you just want to give us a rating, you can always email us at the midnight train podcast at gmail.com and then I'll just talk about it on the freaking, you know, on our on the podcast. You know, if somebody wants to do that, I don't care. But word of mouth is how we're going to just get more passengers to hang out with us and have fun. Also, for those of you out there that are, you know, uh, into the Amazon Alexa and Echo and all that and have smart TVs like a Roku TV, for example, um, if you have the iHeartRadio app installed on your device, you could simply say, Alexa, please play the Midnight Train podcast. You don't even have to say please. Oh, you don't? No, you can just be like, Alexa, play the Midnight Train podcast. Is he rude? Is he rude? He's kind of rude. I mean, I would say please, right? I tried with him. It's a robot. I mean... I was yeah. just raised to say please and right thank you. Right in his house, like Alexa, play the fucking podcast, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like sorry, Riley. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. I think you uh, you guys are out there to say play the Midnight Train podcast. Alexa, where's my money, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> also, we are sending out a signed poster, sticker, and a magnet to a random passenger who has left us a review on Apple Podcast today. The username is the Real Jigsaw. Please send us an email at the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com with your full name and address, and we'll send your goodies out to you. Remember, the more reviews we get, the more we move up in the rankings, and the better the chance that you, you personally, get randomly selected. You know that's Todd, right? That that real jigsaw is? Yeah, that's Todd. I don't think that's Todd. It is. No. Todd, if you're listening, are I don't think you that's Todd. the real jigsaw? No. I think he'd be like Switchblade. No, he's doing this on purpose so he can get free swag. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw, uh, handle it. Right. So, uh, you know, you guys will get everything that the, the real Jigsaw is going to get. So uh, get on it, please. Uh, you know, we really appreciate everything you guys do. You, on, on the reviews, you don't even have to say anything. You could literally get on there and just be like, you know, boo, bee, butter, biscuits. That's the that's the ticket right there. My new thing is grunch. grunch. Have you heard the Arby's commercial? Grunch? That's been playing like over and over. He's no. like, it's about a brunch. He's like, you can have brunch for lunch or brunch for brunch or brunch for grunch. And I'm like, what the fuck is grunch? But they they put it in a commercial. Grunch sounds like that, like if you've been working all day and like a sweaty whatever. Grunch is what's on your underwear when you take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Riley, <laughs> if you worked one day, you, you'll know what that's like. I know. Ooh. Okay, I got you. Yeah. You got to work first. Yeah. You got to you gotta work. I don't want to. I don't want to work. Uh, don't forget to send us your Christmas cards. Uh, we actually have one right here I'm going to read. And Ooh. I definitely want to read all the ones that we get in here, too. So send us more of these things because it's pretty awesome. And uh, make sure to send those and any kind of creepy little items that you guys think that you want to have hanging up here in the uh, the train station. Because uh, we want to get as many creepy things and not a 500 fucking dollar doll from fucking Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Especially considering that thing has a whole backstory. Yeah. And it sounds like we potentially could all die. So why would I pay $500 for something that just might kill me? Right. Right. But Chainsaw wants to hear it. That's why. It's for his entertainment. Right, right. So you can send uh, anything like that to uh, um, the Midnight Train Podcast, P.O. Box 38206, Olmstead Falls, Ohio, 44138. So now here is the Christmas card. This one comes from Melissa. And it says... First of all, I love how it says happy holidays to not offend any of us. Correct. Perfect. Correct. It was totally... That is such a PC card. Good job, Melissa. Because today I'm Jewish and tomorrow I might not be. Right. So I don't want to be offended. Don't be offended. Don't don't trigger me, homie. Don't. Yeah, don't trigger me. This one says, Choo Choo from Chicago, motherfuckers. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday, have finally watched Salem's Lot, and are perfectly pickled on vodka. (laughs) Nice. Um, Open invitation to the Medieval Torture Museum here in Chicago. Keep up the good work. XO Melissa. Melissa, thank you so much for this. It's actually going to go right behind me here on the wall. And, Very uh, cool. Thank yeah, you. You know, and for everyone else that wants to send us one again, that uh, address is the Midnight Dream Podcast, P.O. Box 38206, Olmstead Falls, Ohio 44138, or it will be up on our website as well. So you can go there and see where the address Sounds is. Sounds like we need to take a uh, trip to Chicago. I was just going to say, Chicago that. sounds yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do I actually enjoy Chicago? I don't like driving through Chicago. No. Oh, we're, we're traumatized from that. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate Chicago like that. That's the only thing I can say that I don't like. And. It gets cold here, but it gets cold. Up windy. There, it's windy as balls, yep. dude. Ugh. Ugh. But thank you again, Melissa. You have no idea how awesome this is. And uh, for everyone else, if you can send us your Christmas cards, and even after Christmas is over, get some cheap, generic Christmas cards and just keep sending us Christmas cards. <laughs> I think I, that'd be amazing. I want to get jail mail. 
Jail mail? Wouldn't that be awesome? You want someone in prison to yeah. send us? Like if we had a listener in prison, they could just send us prison mail. Can you listen to podcasts in prison? Why not? I get everything. They got a Nintendo Wii, a four square meal. I mean, what else do you need? Four square meal? Four square meals? Yeah. What's a four square meal? It's got four squares. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. All right. So lastly, we have the band Save Yourself. That's all one word. Save Yourself. That's S-A-V-I-O-R-S. E-L-F from right here in Cleveland, Ohio in the boxcar with their song, Nothing Left For Me. So make sure you stick around and check them out. Fellas, you have anything you want to say before we get out of here? You know, I have a hard time believing that Krampus was real at some point, but I will give it this. I think it was a very, very creative and imaginative tale. It was a good one. You know, out of all the creative crap from way back when that that was a pretty good story but this one had a it had a uh a reason to exist there's a motive right there's yeah. a motive for it well so does santa claus i think all of it is really it, santa claus isn't together. real dude whoa whoa what? listen whoa. you're 21 you need to know this now jeff jeff chill bro what if there was a child listening to, to this podcast. podcast right now and you just fucking said that fucking santa claus didn't fucking exist that kid should not be listening to this he, he listen, yeah if there's a child <laughs> I, hope, I hope a child's yeah. not listening to this. there's a child listening to this podcast right now he already knows or she already yeah. knows that santa doesn't exist because yeah he's probably all he or she now. is probably also way tougher than all three of us combined Could take us all Absolutely. by himself yeah. yeah but no i do believe that it's a it's kind of had a, a good motive for it had a good result to it that they basically uh, traumatizing the kids and actually having someone come and yoke you out of your house seems a little bit too far for me that's the austrians and germans for you <laughs> yeah. austrian death machine yeah 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 that seems a bit oh great band yeah oh my god i forgot about that band um but yeah it seems a little bit too aggressive <laughs> for my taste i wouldn't want someone coming in my house and remember they speak like this you know, constantly. That's not an Arabic. That's that very Arabic. Yeah, and that seems kind of, uh, you're insulting people at I'm this not point, too. He's been really offensive this I know, this today episode. he's been very offensive. I'm on edge. You know what I mean? Again, I'm Riley at the Midnight Train Podcast. Yeah, we would like to apologize on Riley's behalf. Why do you guys think I don't put my Instagram or anything out there? <laughs> because mail. you're a dick. Because I don't want anyone to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they will find you. Yeah, they the will find you. All right, so thank you guys so much again for listening. And remember, the next episode for Christmas is going to be something different, so don't be thrown off when you first hear it, okay? Should I do the hints one more time? Um, no. no. Be honest, Let them rewind, re- yeah, listen, rewind, rewind it. Rewind and listen to everything yeah. over again. Yeah, and, and, and you guys make sure you listen to it. It's going to be fun, all right? It's going to be super fun. And until then, as we always say to all of you beautiful people, choo-choo, motherfuckers! Tonight, in the boxcar, we have Save Yourself from Cleveland, Ohio with their song, Nothing Left For Me. Oh. And Merry Almost Christmas, motherfuckers.
Joyce is the 